0: Episode we would like to dedicate to Galen Allen Jr. He was taken too soon, and he will be missed by his family and friends. All right. So I guess I'm telling my story. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Where the Hulk and me came out. So I was on lunch, and on lunch I often run to the store to get shit for dinner, and I never get my full hour at work, so I was kind of rushing. And so I got there, I went through, and at this store that I go to, I don't normally shop at this store because they don't have the greatest selection and I think the prices are kind of a little more expensive so anyway I went through of course half of the things on my list they didn't have but I went through and I checked out. I had like a scratch ticket. And so I thought, well, I have a little bit of time. I was rushing, but I'm going to stop at the little lotto machine and redeem my tickets and get a couple tickets. So I went and like, I, you know, you have to redeem it. It says, do you want to accept your credits? And once you do, you can't get money back for it. And so you hit yes. And then you hit your little lotto ticket that you wanted to spit out. And it does the little sound and it doesn't spit my ticket out. And so I'm standing there, and I have, like, bags in my hand because I'm all, I never get a cart. And so this is my fault. I recognize this. But i am like, got <laughs> bags in my hand, and I've got a 12-pack of soda. And so I'm looking around for people because I'm in a hurry. And I'm like, you know, can somebody help me? It didn't give me my ticket. And so I, one girl walked by real fast. And she's like, I can't do that. I'll get someone for you. And she, like, took off. And I was like, OK. And then another lady came over who saw me. She's like, oh, I have no idea how to run that machine. And so then she goes. And so finally... Like this lady comes over after I'm standing there. Well, I've been waiting long enough and the ATM is there and I needed to get cash. So it's like, while I'm waiting, I'm going to go ahead and get cash. Well, of course, this lady comes over right in the middle of my transaction Starts asking me questions. So I walk away from the, I mean, they're right next to each other, but I kind of turn my back, which made me nervous, you know, mm-hmm. so I was like frustrated with that. And she's asking me, like, what happened? And I told her what happened. And she's like, well, did you scan your ticket? And she starts talking to me like I'm really stupid. And I said, look, I've used these machines before. I know how they work. I scanned my ticket. I got my credits. I pushed the button and went, z- 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 and it didn't give me my ticket. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so she immediately starts getting snotty with me. And I said, and I'm trying to do this transition. Transaction here, so hold on. So I turn back to the ATM and it says transaction canceled because I had taken too long, right? That happens and I turn back to her and she's like, It just had your ticket stuck. See, it's folded. And I was like, Okay, thanks. And then I go back to the ATM. It won't let me make another transaction because it had canceled that one. I don't know why. It wouldn't let me do another transaction. So at this point, I'm really frustrated. I'm running late. I'm walking out into the parking lot and my fucking 12-pack of sodas (gasps) breaks. I'm carrying it by the little, you know, breakout handle. It falls, and it pops open on the end, but only a couple of cans out so I'm scooping and I've got my hands full and mm-hmm. shit and I'm scooping the cans back in the box grab the box by the end get right in front of my fucking trunk and it breaks again Ugh. spills soda all over the parking no. lot so then I'm like running around trying to grab these cans I'm shoving them in my grocery <laughs> oh, no. bags I'm shoving them in the box is trash now I'm shoving them in my purse <laughs> right mm. and I'm so pissed off at one point I had this can that was like spraying soda out the end I totally fucking biked it on the parking lot and it went flying (laughs) and I was like yeah (laughs) and then I get in my car drive away back up over the can I left the box in the parking lot too drove over that drive back to work I'm getting out of my car I go grab my purse the fucking can that I put in my purse had a hole in it that I didn't see leaked all over my iPad, fucking my wallet. I had to clean up the puddle with a coat that I had in the back seat because I didn't have any, any towels. And then I had to sit mm. on a coat because, of course, when I grabbed my purse, I like dumped it all over the driver's oh. seat. So I had to sit on another coat that I had worn that day so my ass didn't get soaked mm. on the way home from work. It was just Ugh. like this comical... I get back Ugh. to work and my hair's all frazzled. I'm covered with like, this <laughs> soda all over my pants. And I'm just... Like, like you never guess what happened to me. <laughs>
1: and they look at you and say, "I might be able to guess."
0: <laughs> I just hope there's not video of me spiking oh, that God. cannon. No, I'm sure <laughs> that there is. I absolutely <laughs> promise you that there is. I just I am never going back to that. Bleep bleep. And I hope nobody that is a client at work saw me. <laughs> Cuz that could be awkward.
2: <laughs> so are, are we going to have-, have a podcast?
1: No, say you, wait, you don't, say wait, wait, I don't you want started. to talk over anybody. I'm trying to be good.
0: It's hard. Are we going to have a well, podcast? that's what she said. <laughs> uh, are we going to have a podcast? <laughs> sit down. Let's have a, a, a podcast. A story. A really weird and messed up story. f up family story time. Hello, everyone. Welcome to F'd up family story time. I'm Salem, and Hannah's not here because she's sick. So today, Aww. I know, sad. We're missing. Uh, how Hannah. about this? Hannah's not here because she's a pussy. Yeah. So today <laughs> we have with us Kelly. Hey, Belle. What up, guys? And Jess. So. So we are recording our ninth episode. Guess who's back? Back again. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back with our ninth episode. So we took a long break and now we're back.
2: Hope y'all had a happy holidays. Yeah. It's 2020. It's a new decade. It is a new decade. Hope we all don't get the plague.
0: The Roaring Twenties. Yeah. In 1720,
2: 1820, and 1920, we all had outbreaks of the plague. Were
1: they Evil. all the same kind of plague, or I were don't they know. different? Because there's know. like bubonic and then like platonic. and That's not the right word, but <laughs> something <laughs> like that.
3: Belle just reads things on Facebook I just things on and internet. doesn't actually research it, so it just you know happens. She just knows. She's I saw the same thing on Facebook, and I know the same amount of information because mm-hmm. I also just read it. Read and it and on Facebook.
2: It. Everything on the yeah. internet
0: is true. Somebody else told me that though. Somebody that I work with told me that, and I think they, they probably
2: just read it on Facebook.
0: <laughs> Maybe they did. I didn't ask. I like the idea of the platonic
1: f- plague where everybody is uh, just friends. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> downside of it is that there are no children born.
1: Is right? that a, downside? I mean, a
0: plague that will eventually kill out the human race? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> plagues only... Has children.
1: Plagues only last for a certain amount of time, and we're <laughs> overpopulated as it is. So then, the that plague would be plague. eradicated, and the With survivors the- would make more babies. Everybody is just breads.
0: <laughs> That's pretty good. I do like. I that. like it. Okay. All right. Well. <laughs> <laughs> This week, um, or this show, Kelly is the one that's going to tell us a story. <laughs> We're taking but the reins. Do you all
3: want to share what you've been drinking in copious amounts for the last? Oh, few maybe hours? we should do that. <laughs> so I will share what
1: is making the Platonic <laughs> plague sound so interesting to me right now. Booze. Okay, so this is our first episode of the new year, 2020. <laughs> P.S. Don't abbreviate. 2020 on anything you write because people could change it to other years so write 2020
3: also just saw that on facebook
1: and i'm not stupid anywho so drinks (laughs) so what do we do on new year's eve we celebrate with champagne so today our drink is a mix of a colorado Uh, brewed cider by Talbot's Cider Company, and it's called their Colomosa. So it is a cider that is brewed with 10% orange juice. Uh, Mimosa-like, right? Yeah, I I love Mimosa. You know, you got the, the champagne in there. And then just to add a little bit of diversity in flavor, we are drinking a sour ale with a pinch of sea salt in it so this is by rogue brewing so it's just a pinch sounds kind of dirty but it really means the salt <laughs> <laughs>
0: to you. and so
1: that sour really tempers out the sweetness of the mimosa cider and you get that salt aftertaste and it's pretty darn good so happy new year let's all celebrate by cheersing with our champagne cider beer
3: Woo! And with my clink,
0: clink. Because Kelly's doing coffee. dry January. Yay. That's all right. Then the rest of us are going to be doing dry February, and Kelly will be the only drunk one on the
2: show. And I'm, I am always drunk. I'm going to make you guys go crazy. I'm going to drink so much. I'm going to derail every conversation. Just you wait. I'm always derailing the conversation. I'm looking forward to it. That's I'm my job on the podcast
0: i liked your drink i liked it
1: it was very good it's it's it, you get that salt aftertaste it's mm-hmm. like we tasted the sour salt beer and the mamo what is it called it's called the kolomosa I kolomosa think is what the cider's called and they were good but then you mix them together and it just really balances out the sour with the sweet and it's a good
0: chaser for a shot of tequila
1: it is you do a shot of tequila and you really get the salt from that mm-hmm. beer when you chase it with our mixed drink it's very oh, cool i didn't name it this is the oh shit this is the salty dragon
0: the salty dragon. Aye.
3: Considering everyone's Mateys. a little salty today, I think that it it works out. <laughs> I think it's a good choice. Today yes. we're salty. Well, <laughs> saltier than normal, maybe. <laughs> All right, Are you Kelly? ready for my story? Yes. Yeah. So so Tell me story. The story is going to be the legend of the Blood Countess of Transylvania. Okay. I'm ready to go, y'all. Very good. I like it. Thanks for your sound effects. OK, so how many people here, by show of hands so that no one can hear or know <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> how many of you have heard of the blood countess? That everyone's raised. Everyone. their And Hannah hands. would put two hands up if she was here. OK, how many of
0: you at home have raised your hands in your car?
3: <laughs> um, a few of you. I see
0: a few of you with
1: your hands raised at home. <laughs>
2: Can I just say before we get started, just to point out that sweet Hannah isn't here, which is a shame Mm. because for as long as I can remember, little Hannah, like four-year-old Hannah running around screaming about the blood countess of Transylvania, the kid's (laughs) fucking weird.
3: She was always a little weird, but yes, you're right. I'm also sad that Hannah is not here because I was going to have her back me up when I didn't remember <laughs> details about this story
0: because she would know them. because uh, she
3: would know all of them and also I didn't have another story so I still just have to do it even though she's not here so oh, you can do here it we go. I yeah. have faith
0: in you sister
3: now, do you think that Hannah was
1: what's her butt from Bathory in a past life and that's why she's so obsessed with it
3: so the blood countess of, <laughs> of Transylvania. I almost called her the blood countess of Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> Count- she was also referred to as Countess Dracula, or okay. not Ooh. at the time. So she was a turn of the 17th century Hungarian aristocrat who remains the world's most prolific serial killer today. Ooh. She actually holds the Guinness World Record for the m- most prolific female murderer but I could not find any male murderer who had murdered more people than she had. So I think that's some sexism right there. And we're just going to call her the most prolific serial killer of all sexes.
0: All right. Yeah.
3: Good. And non-sexes. women. Yeah, go women. Serial killers. Go women. <laughs> go killers. women. Go Kill people. Serial killers. Treatment for serial killers. <clears throat> I don't, that's not true. I don't like that I said that. <laughs> All right, so our story began. Um, We're going to tell the legend first, and that began when one of the countess's attendants pulled too hard when brushing her hair. This is an afternoon when she was brushing her hair. She pulled too hard. The countess immediately became enraged, striked the girl hard enough to leave blood on her hand. And later, the countess noticed the skin where the blood had lain looked younger and more beautiful than that around it. So thus began the fixation on using the blood of youth to remain young and beautiful. She also had, um, she was also fueled by sexual desire, thirst for greater power, and also she was just becoming more increasingly insane. And so she began her, her thing. Goals. (laughs) Hashtag squad goals. (laughs) Uh, So she, um enlisted the help of her servants and began murdering and torching torturing her servants. So she enlisted the help of a few of her servants.
2: Her like trusted ones. <laughs> I like to... you guys. But you guys maybe to... that's who Hannah was. Maybe Hannah was one of the trusted the trusted servants. servants. It's so messed up,
3: guys. I don't like thinking of Hannah Does being she any get the check mark? People. No, but four other people who were not <laughs> Hannah were trusted uh, to help murder their co servants. So that was fun. Honestly um,
2: Considering some of the people that I've worked with, I wouldn't be that mad about
0: it. Oh my!
1: I'd murder you, and you—you're safe.
0: You—is that that, like that game? Like you know,
1: fuck. Mary kill. Fuck Fuck Mary kill. Kill? I do have to say though, I couldn't see Salem playing fuck Mary kill with the three people and going. Kill, kill, kill. And just being done.
3: That's pretty much what the countess did every day. (laughs) Good segue from Jess. Yeah. Um, So, and even though she had these servants who were helping her, her accomplices, to share the blame, really most of the atrocities were performed by her herself. So, young girls were lured to her castle with the promise of work, and then were imprisoned upon arrival to await torture.
2: Good thing I'm not that young anymore.
3: Yeah, these were very young girls um whips, cudgel's, daggers, fire irons, needles and cutting shears were all oh of her torture devices. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Oh my. She basically used a, like anything to completely destroy these girls. She so. also call back to earlier in our episode if it makes it in. <laughs> Uh, bit. She also bit pieces of her victims' flesh from their faces and shoulders. <gasps> like creepy. Buddy would eat your face if
1: you had fish oil. But on it. I get the callback.
3: Yeah. If you remember, her primary motivation was to use the blood of youth to remain youthful herself. So by biting their fl- flesh and acting as a cannibal, she was able to it, consume their blood, their youthful blood.
1: Okay, so I've had a lot of my yummy drinks because they were delicious this week. So she didn't just bring them and kill them and drain their blood. She, like, tortured them first. Is that what happened?
3: Yes. Okay. It was primarily torture. So a couple of So she
1: didn't really care that much about her blood she was just fucked up and liked to torture people
3: well like i said she was fixated on the blood thing but she also was fueled by sexual desire and a thirst for greater power and increasing insanity so she so she's just crazy she was just crazy she was just okay and and we'll talk more okay about i'm sorry
1: i just got lost it's my fault because i've been drinking bitch. also
3: we're currently talking about the (laughs) legend of the blood countess and so some of the um like motivations and stuff. Like we're not gonna talk that much about it because this is the legend. I'm sorry, I just was confused. You're no, we're gonna it. we're gonna You're get
0: ruining there. you are winning it. No, I ruin
3: everything. We <laughs> just don't. So, I guess I'm just saying we don't need to look for like any um, logic. Okay. in this because this fine. is cry cry. I was just
1: confused. So logic be damned. Let's listen to the legend. Logic be damned. So a couple of
3: the the ways that she would torture. Um, her victims she placed needles under the fingernails of some of the girls <gasps> oh, and then she would cut off the fingers of any of those who tried to remove the needles <gasps> yeah
1: that one's so, pretty like, bad like she'd put them there and be like just off. sit
3: there uh, she, she probably had them shackled and like but that uh, oh. also she was burning them she like i said she was using fire irons Cutting shears, cudgels, daggers. Like, she was just tearing these girls apart. Another um, little anecdote about some of the torture that she performed. The girls were often hung upside down by their ankles so that then she would slit their throats and the blood would drain for her bath. So then, after she would murder these girls and torture these girls, then she would bathe in the blood of the young girls to rejuvenate her skin and retain her youth. Again, goals. Goals. So these practices <laughs> continued for years as the villagers began to notice the consistent stream of young peasant girls going to the castle and not returning. <laughs> coming out. Hmm. <laughs> they begin to hide their very few remaining daughters <laughs> away. <laughs> there weren't many left Get at that point. Um, so this actually led the countess to resort to taking noble girls, which <gasps> finally got the interest of the yeah. authorities. Of course. Because no one gives a shit about the peasants. Uh, When the authorities arrived at the countess's castle, they found many young girls, dead or near death, with significant evidence of torture all over their bodies. It would later be determined that the countess and her accomplices had tortured... That's a combination of torture and murder. They have tortured.
0: Or is there nurture
3: in there somewhere? Oh, no. She wasn't nurturing nurturing anyone.
1: I don't think you can torture and nurture. I don't think that's a mashup. I don't think (laughs) torture is a a mashup.
3: Torture is torture and murder. Torture. okay, torture and murder. Our assassin. That's an arsonist and an assassin. So the countess and her accomplices had tortured over 650 young girls. Oh, oh my no. God, 650? hundred! I'm saying no one else has killed six hundred fifty people. She's a turd. And the fact that she,
2: She's a turd. Well, her. there might be She's people out there her. that have killed
0: six hundred fifty people because I think there's some serial killers that we now recognize whether they're dead and we recognize them or they were caught that killed way more fucking so, people than I don't know if they got to, than to. they admitted
3: to. In all of my research. If you're excluding people who were responsible for the deaths of others in like genocide and wars, so like we're right. excluding like Hitler and, and like. And his friends. Yeah. And
2: his friends. If you're only
3: looking at serial killers, the most that I could find was speculated around 200, or but there was that one guy who was like a little over 300, was what they speculated. Really? But we're still not talking 650. But she had nobility on her side. She did have nobility. Wow, no well one tough. cared until um, she began killing noble girls. That's the but thing. again,
2: this is just the legend. There's no truth yeah. in this. She killed 650 peasants before anyone was like, well, well maybe going we 50 should 50 do people? something.
1: The legend says that she killed 650 peasant women before she moved on to nobles. Is that correct? Or yeah. is No, 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 no. It's with the nobles. Yes.
3: The legend was where. That- oh, sorry. Overall, the countess and her accomplices tortured over 650 <laughs> young girls. So, where did they live again? Hungary? This was in Hungary. Where? Well, it was in Transylvania because she's the blood countess of Transylvania. Uh-huh. So, as we're about to move into some of the more reality, I'll tell you some interesting things about Transylvania. I just okay. was
1: wondering if she's from a big enough city that actually had 650 young women to kill. Yes, yeah. Like... How big has this legend gotten? Was she actually in a place where she could have gotten 650 w- young girls to kill, or is it just like really blown out of proportion? Yeah, so
3: we'll talk a- details about like how much has grown when we get to the truth part. But in terms of where this takes place, uh, it takes place in um, in Transylvania, which was at the time in Hungary, and she lived in a castle that was had a variety of villages i guess around okay. it and she was somewhat responsible for those villages okay. and that area um in the that's like the, tr- the truth of the situation okay so therefore she could have had access to 650 young girls where is transylvania so um transylvania is currently in romania okay but that's at where the time my
2: bff is from
3: so Romania and Hungary share a border. And at the time, it, the Transylvania, which is not a town or a city, it was an area. It was actually a, I don't know how to pronounce this, a voivodeship, which is just like an area that is under the governess of a voivode, Voivod, which is... A Voivod? Yeah, a Voivod? Yeah, just like a person a who's kind of in charge of the area. And so this was just like a region. And that is why that region is still the same area even though it's now Romania it was then in the kingdom of Hungary and then it actually became a principality after it was a voivodeship (laughs) and now it's just a region I learned so much fascinating things how do you how do you spell voivodeship it's v-o-i-d-e-s-h-i-p Um, But I didn't finish my (laughs) legend. Finish your legend. So we're talking too much truth here. We got to get back to the legend. So um, she tortured over 650 young girls. I said that. She was walled up in a small room of her castle. And that is where she spent the last few years of her life and ultimately died by suicide. So that's the end of the legend. Mm -hmm. But how much of that is truth? So first of all, it's, been the insp- people claim that it is the inspiration for uh Bram Stoker's Dracula or one of the inspirations um there's not a ton of evidence to support this but so because of that the second nickname of the Countess Dracula obviously did not come around until much 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 later and a lot of the speculation that kind of came with it did not come around until much 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 mm-hmm. later it wasn't until like the 18th century that there was first mention of her bathing in the blood of young girls Okay. So a lot of it's speculation. So what's the truth? So the truth is that the countess, the blood countess, was Elizabeth Bathory. Her name was actually Urzibit Bathory, um, I guess. Urzibit. But everyone <laughs> in the Western world just calls her Elizabeth because who knows how to pronounce Urzibit? Urzibit? I just think it's funny
1: that she's from Bathory and she would bath in people's blood. <laughs> It's pronounced bathe. Bath. But yes. She would take she would baths. Take a bath in maybe. maybe. Bathory. She that's... would
0: take blood baths in Bathory. Is that, is that
3: where the word bath came <laughs> no. from? No. Oh. 100% not. But maybe that's where <laughs> the idea of her bathing in their blood came from. Because, because she's people... from Bathory. Yeah. Like OK. So the real Elizabeth Bathory was born in 1560 in Hungary to Baron George Bathory and Baroness Anna Bathory. And you may think that it's totally normal that both her parents were Bathories, because, you know, people get married and they share a name. But no, George and Anna were always Bathories because they were in the same family. <laughs> Ew. Gross. Um, I guess they were technically different branches of the family so not entirely sure how close so they, were they were just related. cousins they that's were like okay. yeah cousins. they're like cousins but i mean that's still lunch me because they were in bread they
0: say- i read some <laughs> <laughs> oh I- my god i love it I wrote
1: joke. <laughs> you wrote it You wrote- like i wrote it out last <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you could say that
1: it was so <laughs> to say, because they're still lunch meat, because they're in bread. I <laughs> <laughs> didn't even get it. You guys were <laughs> talking to us. You either. gotta say it again. I got it. I, go back
3: I back. got oh. it, Kelly. I got it, Kelly. Yeah, Jess got it. She got it. I even wrote ha 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 after my joke because <laughs> <laughs> I, I was it. laughing so hard. Okay, uh, from a young age, Elizabeth had seizures. Probably because of all that inbreeding that was going on. Birth Um, defects are common when you sleep with your brothers
1: and sisters. And
3: I mean, it wasn't just, obviously, it wasn't just her parents, like to keep those pure battery lines. There was tons of inbreeding at the time. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, it's a royalty. She was doomed. Yeah. And she was essentially raised as royalty. Um, So she also would lose control a lot and have fits of rage. So she was just kind of a little messed up kid. Um, Treatment for epilepsy or the falling sickness is what they called it at the time included giving the blood of a not giving the person with epilepsy the blood of a non-sufferer. So like they would rub it on the person's lips during seizures or they would just give it to them to drink with like a chunk of skull, I guess. A chunk of skull? That's What? what it said. With a chunk of skull after they were coming out of the seizure. It would horrible. be like mixed with a chunk of skull. Okay. Oh my God. So I'm very disturbed right now. <laughs> but, this is like, medical treatment for epilepsy. The chunk
1: of skull pushed it over the edge, but I, I was already skull. I was already disturbed by the fact that like while someone's having a seizure they would rub the blood of the non-afflicted on them, so they just had like a vial of blood of non-afflicted people on hand. Medical treatment. Doctors, Doctors be like, have vials
2: of
3: blood in hospitals oh, all the time nowadays. Seizure.
1: Let me get my non-afflicted blood out. <laughs> that was
3: the medical treatment, and they had chunks of skull from non-sufferers Does that mean, too. like yeah. chunks,
2: chunks of skull of like the bone that so they would that's like chew mean, on, that's or is it like skull chunks is. of the brain? I actually like don't
3: know. Well, B- and it was mixed with the blood. Bone. So like maybe it was powdered skull. I don't know. I tried I mean, to look for more, but I would have had to buy a book and I didn't want to buy a book on epilepsy. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I mean, skull implies bone.
3: Yes, it yeah. does. And it's the it said mixed with the blood. So I don't know. Maybe I'll buy that they book like, and no, we'll find out. She was so fucked up but they had a
1: mortar and pestle and crushed up the skull and mixed it with the blood of the non-afflicted
2: some basil some basil can you imagine trying to chew that though not while having a seizure if
0: it's powder well they say put a wallet in in people's mouths right
3: you don't do that anymore but at the time that was like treatment for epilepsy actually even just in recent years has changed quite a bit but if you look back over time especially because back in the day people thought it meant that you were like a demon or something so like totally weird treatments so yes they would give blood of a non-sufferer that part we know for sure that was a part of the treatment and so how did that lay the foundation for her blood sucking Mm -hmm. ways This true And maybe she was just looking for treatment for her epilepsy and not trying to be youthful forever.
1: I mean, and I don't know about blood, but I do know that there is a disease. I wish I could remember the name, but if you are a cannibal and you eat of human flesh, it is very common to get this disease that makes you basically go crazy. It affects your brain Mm -hmm. and causes all sorts of problems and really just turns you into a psychopath. Yeah. So I don't know if blood does the same thing or not, but I know flesh of the human does.
3: And she was becoming well that was she was kind of crazy and stuff. Yeah. So
1: thank you. Three years of an anthropology degree. She was crazy yeah, from young haven't age.
3: Haven't it like. Yeah. So she had issues from a very young age. And actually, further, she was exposed to all kinds of messed up stuff as a child, including very brutal punishments doled out by her family. Um, They were not nice people. And there were rumors that she received various lessons from family members on Satanism, sadomasochism, (gasps) and witchcraft. So she was exposed to a lot of messed up stuff when she was a kid. Mm. So again, we're laying the foundation for what might have come later in life.
2: This is kind of like one of those questions is it nature or nurture? Because she has the inbreeding. And so that is like proven to give like a whole host of, you know, like difficulties for somebody to go through. But then also, like, she has this like horrifying upbringing. And it's like, would she have been okay either way? Probably not. She's probably just fucked from the very beginning. <laughs> mm, yeah. I
1: mean, I think there's something to be said. Like the nature, yes, is there. Because inbreeding, it's going to cause issues in the brain and how you function. But I think a lot of people who have that nature, if they have the right nurture, can be taken away from that and still not be total crazy psychopaths.
3: And really what it comes down to in what we're understanding today about like trauma and nature versus mm. nurture, and a lot of that stuff is that it's all they're all pieces. And one, it impacts every single person differently, and like the exact same trauma can impact different people differently, mm-hmm. and the way that it impacts your brain and the, your gene, like everything kind of impacts differently, and each one thing is just one piece of yeah. the larger puzzle. So in this case, I think that, and the reason I chose to share about all this is because I think the fact that she, there was a lot of inbreeding in her family mm-hmm. was one component that mm-hmm. may have led right. to her cray cray. I think that the fact that she had epilepsy was a second totally. component. Not that epilepsy can cause craziness and cause terrible things, but the way Way that she was treated and the trauma mm-hmm. that yes. came with her experiencing that in the time Definitely. and i think that the ex- exposure to all of the satanism and just those sorts of the occult maybe mm-hmm. that opened some ideas well, for her too and while epilepsy does not
1: necessarily make somebody crazy it can potentially cause brain damage so mm-hmm. i um have a friend whose brother what they determined was that he had a seizure when he was like 2 and it caused brain damage and so now he'll never be older than 16 year old 16 years old basically you know so like there can be brain damage and if it damages the right part of the brain it can cause that kind of sociopathic behavior well, you know and
2: also just like the emotional and mental stress that comes with having to live with something like that you know whether or not it's like physically impacting Mm -hmm. you just like having that experience and having to deal with that and having that extra just having to put in that extra effort Mm -hmm. you know really wears on a person yeah
1: think of the Mm -hmm. where it does like they didn't have meds like they have now where they can say take this every day and it will minimize Mm -hmm. or maybe even eliminate the amount of seizures that you have. They didn't have that. Like no, they she just was ahead. having she was having seizures probably just fairly not. consistently.
3: Well, it wasn't all bad though. I mean Ooh. everyone's got their shit and good yeah. stuff too. Yeah. So she um first of all she was stunningly beautiful she was reportedly stunningly beautiful and she was essentially she was essentially raised as royalty so there were a lot of things that came along with that because of her noble family and her extremely high social status um i guess she was actually like she had connections to like the king of Poland and connections to the voivodes the people who were like essentially in charge of the Transylvania area so like she was super high up and so therefore she was afforded an outstanding education she possessed great wealth and had a very high social standing um she also was something of an early feminist of sorts she demanded to be treated as well as her male relatives and staff and she often preferred to dress as a boy or play the boy Uh, quotation mark, games like fencing and horsemanship as she was growing up. And so she was a very strong little girl and a strong woman as she grew up with a lot of resources at her disposal to get what she
1: needed. So that's why people thought she was crazy, because back then, if she was a feminist
3: they would have been like you're nuts you're crazy you're dumb. Maybe. but for the most part i she was in really good social standing so she wasn't you know like she and in fact we'll continue the story so as a young girl that was her 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 young life um but then she was engaged to be married at the age of 11 Ew.
0: oh she was so
3: old uh she wasn't married at 11 <laughs> but she was engaged
0: oh so she was betrothed
1: she huh? was betrothed oh.
3: Um, However,
1: slacking. I got
3: to get Evie betrothed then. Yeah, I guess so. Get on that shit. There were also rumors, though, that she became pregnant at 13 by a local pre- peasant boy. So then the family hid that pregnancy, and the baby was given away, and therefore Elizabeth was still able to get married. There, it's not easily confirmable that this happened. This was actually one of the reports that came out long after her death, uh, that pe- peasants like then reported that this had happened in the past. Um, so whether or not it's true, I don't know. Um, so she was married at the age of 15 uh, to a man who was 19 at the time. Can't even be. so well, not that bad. You I would have married a nineteen-year-old
0: when I was fifteen. Frank, not Nadasti, as bad
1: as something like that. Today. Not as bad as some of the like she was fifteen and married a forty-five-year-old man. No, But still no. gross.
3: But still gross. And like they were betrothed at the age of eleven, and some reports even said ten. So then he would have been like fifteen when she was eleven. That just seems a
0: little creepy. But betrothed but- just means my daughter's going to marry your son because we want to have. A uh, uh, political union mm-hmm. it doesn't mean anything gross and then getting married at 15 and 19 while that seems awfully young to force somebody to get married I know what I was doing when I was 15 and it was nothing pure let me tell you so uh, yeah, I you was know what I mean pure when I was 15 uh, also this I was, was pure demon when I
3: was this 10. was also <laughs> This was also a completely
2: different time, That's true. Yeah. and things were very, very different. Well, oh, and this so. was also Sleepy the time baby. where everybody died when they were forty. So, like when you're fifteen, you're like you know kicking your thirties at that point, and you're like you better get That's married true. soon. Like you're middle aged You're like ticking.
1: you're like a spinster if yeah. you're not married already.
3: Yeah, pretty true. much. True. So the two got married. Um, he actually took her name, Bathory, because she was of a higher social standing than him. So she was a Bathory forever
2: Man, and ever. And if I. Man, that just makes me wish like I wish our family made more money than Kyle so that I could be like you have to take my last name <laughs> but his family makes more money than ours. So I it's mean. 2020 and
3: that does not matter even a little bit these I days. Think, True. Okay, so uh, the the new couple um, split their time between the chuck chuck to say castle. I Ooh. looked up how to say that. Chuck to say. to say. in what is now Slovakia. And also the husband's Nadasti's family home. So they kind of split their time. Nadasti, I don't know if that's how you say his name. It <laughs> sounds a little bit like nasty. So like I, McNasty. Like Miss Jackson, the, if you're nasty. The Nadasti fam- guy, her new husband, gave her a castle.
2: Ooh. I was just going to, you know, kind of like commend you for looking up how to pronounce that last castle. <laughs> and then you were like, I don't know how to pronounce this. <laughs> I was going to throw <laughs> Hannah under the bus and be like, at least you're looking it up. But. But then she, like, you, she 50% of the time, she looked up one, but not the other. I so for well, one. On for paper,
3: one. it doesn't look that hard. But then you say it, and it sounds like McNasty. And you're like, that doesn't seem right. Nadas. Nadas. McNasty. Nadas. Nadas. So anyway, that's where they lived most of their life. The Say Castle, the reason I looked it up is that that is the location of all of the murders. That was the place. Ooh. Is the castle still standing? It is still standing. It's, let's take a let's trip. Go there. It's kind of ruinous and falling apart. I don't know that they'll do Better. tours of the castle. And I know that the town is, I think, not super happy with like tourism around Elizabeth Bathory, who killed 650 yeah. of their people okay so they got married this little girl and this little boy got married they were a little girl and a little boy they were 15 and 19 at the time they were middle aged so because <laughs> they were They're gonna middle die middle at 35 but so they got married and he her husband ended up spending much of his time away because he was leading the Hungarian troops in their war against Ottoman so it actually left Elizabeth to manage all of the business affairs and all of the estates including caring for many of the local vigil- vigilers <laughs>
1: <laughs> and she hasn't been
3: drinking, ladies
1: and gentlemen. So
3: she actually, you know, as we mentioned when she was a child, she got that great education and she, uh, she as an adult, she was very intelligent and very capable. and she insisted as a child that she be treated as well as her male, male relatives and staff. And now as a woman, she is leading her estates and managing her estates, taking care of the local villagers. So she's kind of being a boss bitch. But in addition to her being very intelligent and capable, she was also, you know, crazy, like we've talked about. Um, She had a very short temper she was very harsh with her staff and she gave out extreme really torturous punishments Ooh, I like so that. that's really where it started at the slightest mistake elizabeth would beat or burn her servants she often used torturous devices including stinging nettles <gasps> branding irons razors pinchers and torches so some of these are the same sorts of things we heard in the legend mm-hmm. so she really was performing these awful torturous uh, acts when her husband died in 1604, so she was like, I don't know, what is that? Like 45 Nedosti. at that time? Um, she actually just got more, her, her tortures and her her activities increased. Um, same as in the legend, her downfall was really when she began to seek out the noble girls mm. because she could, she could no longer find enough of the servants um, and pe- peasants who would be willing to come and work for her. So she actually started some sort of... Um, like training program at her castle. That was some sort of come and learn how to be a lady. And then she just kind of took the girls in and started torturing them. Or at least that was part of the rumors. That oh
1: my like, God. Yeah. So, <laughs> sorry. I was holding my breath because I have hiccups, but so like she lured them there yeah. with like, I'm going to make your life better. <laughs> I Now you have no life. I hiccuped <laughs> in the middle of my That was
3: part of the, the rumors that she kind of lured them there. I don't know if that's substantiated. But she definitely started killing the noble girls one way or another and the ones who were at her castle um, for whatever reason. And that was when it started to go south because really – according to the rules you could do whatever you want to all the peasants and her servants especially you could treat your servants however you wanted and if she was punishing them she could do whatever she wanted she to them. could kill them and nobody kill would care them. Yeah. and no one would care that was her right but when she started to do it to the noble girls then people were like hey maybe you shouldn't do that and so then they went after her so that was when she started to get a bunch of complaints made about her. Um, so the king actually had heard a variety of complaints, and they were like, all right, we better do an actual investigation. And her noble status had protected her for a while, but you know now her husband's dead, <laughs> and um, now she's getting a ton of complaints, so the king is finally like, I guess I have to do something. So he sent someone to gather evidence, and they went to the castle – Um, So they went to the castle and they found a bunch of evidence that these girls were being killed. They actually took testimony from over 300 witnesses uh, and determined that Elizabeth was a bad, bad person. So Elizabeth and her four accomplices were arrested. However, because of her noble birth and social standing, she did not even have to be present for the trial or receive certainly the same harsh punishments as the others accused.
0: Was her were her accomplices just her servants? The yes. ones that she had deemed worthy enough. Yeah, just same as it. in
3: the legend that she was um she had a, she had four servants. One woman actually uh is rumored to have taught them a lot new torturous like sorts of behaviors. Oh. And I then bet that was Hannah. Two were other girls. <laughs> And then the fourth was um, a man who was had some sort of, I guess it would be an intellectual disability or developmental disability today, but okay. um, in the time he was impacted in some way. And so he was probably just coerced along with the rest
0: if you were in that position though where you were like you are one of my closest servants and you can either work with me and kill all of these other people or you can be tortured in these horrific ways it's not just killed but tortured Mm -hmm. that's the thing like if somebody said to me you have to torture these people or i'm gonna kill you i'd be like kill me but if, then if they said, well, you have to torture these people or I'm going to torture you horrifically, and then they tortured me and I was like, oh, fuck, that hurts, I might torture people. I can't say yeah. I would be a good enough person.
1: Yeah, well I like up.
0: I like to pretend that I would
1: want to pretend I liked it and fuck up the person who's torturing me. Well, I would like to pretend
0: that. that but, they, yeah, but
1: if it was actually happening. Uh, I think I could take some torture. There are th- certain things that I will not reveal on this podcast that I think would break me, but there are a lot of things that I would just be like... <laughs> yeah, don't give it to the public, man. I know,
3: right? So, yes, yeah, so she had these four accomplices, one of whom was reportedly a really, you know, nasty person and taught them a bunch of new stuff. Don't know a lot about the others, but they, you know, they found out how they would survive torture because they were eventually tortured for <gasps> confessions, the ones who were still alive. I think the crazy one went blind and died before trial, but... They actually, uh, reportedly, I guess, um, suffered their own torture to kind of get information out of them. Yeah. So after but,
1: they were arrested, this yeah. is the so authorities? Yes.
3: Yeah. So they all were arrested. Good times. However, Elizabeth didn't have to attend trial, didn't have to be tortured, didn't have to suffer any of the punishments um, because she was a fancy highborn lady. <laughs> so at this point, through the trial, through the testimony of over 300 witnesses, uh, the They gathered information on the number of Elizabeth's victims, which definitely varied significantly. However, one witness reported seeing a list of victims written in Elizabeth's handwriting, like their names, and numbered to 650. So that's where the number 650 came from in real life was this report. However, they have not been able to obtain copies of the 32 or whatever diaries that she uh, had. I guess that they're no longer in existence. And so that claim was never Or maybe this list wasn't in those diaries, but regardless, that claim was never substantiated, but that was the number. However, even if that claim is dismissed, there was like um, tons of people who reported hundreds and hundreds of servants being their dead bodies being taken out or witnessing their torture and murder.
1: So that to me just adds a whole new level to elizabeth's psyche if she truly was keeping a numbered list of her victims like that's just takes it up a notch like Mm -hmm. it's beyond like the i want to bathe in their blood because i'm crazy and i think it makes me look young but i'm writing their names down and numbering them
2: you see that a lot with like a lot of like, quote, like, you know, modern serial killers, you know, like mm-hmm. keeping a list and keeping, you know, like a, a log of like how they committed their crime and what happened. And because, mm-hmm. you know, like a lot of them like like to revisit that because it gives them that same kind of like rush as when they committed the crime. Gross. You know? And I think to your point, just
3: that's kind of what makes it, I think interesting like I think the real story is more interesting than the legend mm-hmm. this idea of this woman who wanted to be young and bathed in the blood of girls and was essentially a vampire and had cannibalism it's the kind of distant but when you start thinking about like actually writing down every single name which is something that that serial killers do and um that it's starting from a place of her just punishing her servants which is such yeah. a real thing of that time like it just makes it so much more real and I think even more messed up yeah. than this sort of fantastical idea mm-hmm of her just being a vampire. Totally. Constant
2: escalation. Yeah, yeah.
3: and yeah, exactly. So that's why I think it was really, really messed up. So um, the legend of her um, committing suicide is actually also unsubstantiated. She was on house arrest, whether it was a tiny little bricked up room, uh, you know, I don't know. I think it was a set of rooms that were bricked up. Um, And she did die in her castle, but uh, they don't actually know or, or necessarily believe that it was suicide. So that's what is called the quote-unquote true story. (laughs) However...
1: For the listener at home, Kelly did finger quotes. Air quotes. (laughs) Air
3: quotes. Um, However, there's also been uh, more recently... conspiracies about whether or not any of this was actually true so some of the additional facts that for reference of the time you know like we said she was kind of a a boss bitch and she um, ran her estates and she managed everything she wanted to kind of be a feminist wanted to be treated the same way Uh, and so she was in really really high social standing and really political standing with her connections when her husband died at the time, it was actually expected that women would then retire. So I guess it was kind of like cool that you're managing his estates while he's away at war, but now he's dead and you need to kind of back away and let the men do the work. Um, And she did not do that. She continued Mm. to manage estates. She actually, there were some instances of her like vocalizing in support of various women villagers or doing different things to support and help them. Um, And she, uh, apparently was owed money by a king I actually don't remember and I don't have it in my notes but she was owed money at the time and was trying to get that money back so she was you know kind of managing her life and there's a big conspiracy theory Mm -hmm. that the men in charge actually created this entire story and came into her home just as she's chilling and hanging chilling out max and relaxing all cool and they came in and arrested her and claimed that they saw all these dead bodies and you know got false testimony and created so this entire out thing b-ball. outside of yeah. the school outside
1: of the school and then a couple of guys, guys. They,
0: they were up, up to, to no, no good, good. yeah they started, started making trouble in the neighborhood, neighborhood.
3: All right. yeah it's exactly <laughs> little what happened so all right so that's pretty much the story <laughs> I
1: don't even remember what I was talking about. Chilling in her castle and the men. Oh, okay. The okay. manarchy okay. came through and... Is that a word or did I make it up? You
2: made, you made it up. I love it. Manarchy.
3: So the theory was... <laughs> or theory? patriarchy, if you want to get... Manarchy. literally exists. That word is <laughs> <laughs> <Shh. laughs> I like manarchy. So the theory is that she never really did anything, and it was just the man trying to bring her down because she was too much of an awesome woman back in the day. However, I think there's pretty good evidence that she was, at the very <laughs> least, a mean, mean person. Yeah. If she they wasn't. actually were able to fake all of the like documents about the dead bodies and stuff, she still you know, didn't treat her servants well no. and made the entire village terrified of her. So... Mm.
2: Uh, I do have one just like kind of clarifying question um did she only kill she only killed women right yeah, just only women young girls young That's women
1: it. young okay. girls
2: okay. yeah, so maybe she actually wasn't
3: a feminist at all. she hated all women and
2: just i don't know wanted maybe. to I don't know, maybe she was just like a lesbian who didn't understand her feelings and yeah. was too too soon before she didn't yeah. understand <laughs> and like and her two feelings
0: early. of love for women so she, she killed, killed them all of it well because,
3: and th- some people mm. said that it really was also a sexual desire that mm. kind of motivated her as a part of this as well her husband Gross. was gone all the time um and so yeah that was well it's
0: interesting because the fact that there's not really very many women serial killers in general so just to have that drive to be a serial killer is something yeah. that isn't in the genetic makeup of women generally like it's not a natural thing for men or women but it seems to be more natural for men maybe because she was raised in a position where she had to be more dominant more like
2: i think that's the biggest thing is just like the whole idea of like power Mm -hmm. and maybe that you know like countess elizabeth bathory like had that power Mm -hmm. and like whether you know like abusing power or feeling like the lack of power like you know i think it all like going in like sociologically or whatever like it all Or psychologically, it all kind of boils down to, like, that, you know, Mm -hmm. like, power. Like, having that power over somebody Mm -hmm. else, having that, like, loss of control or need to regain the control, you know, it all kind of boils down to that. And so, Mm -hmm. kind of, like, theorizing maybe she already, because she had so much power being a noble and having that, you know, like, running her whole, like, you know, village or whatever, like, maybe that kind of played into her need to kill. Well, ego. And
3: ego, too. And she also a lot of people think that that might have been part of the motivation for like wanting to remain youthful if that if there was truth in that and if she really did see value in like the blood itself but mm. yeah a lot of it was trying to continue to be of of use right. um so you know being young and be- beautiful and being able to yeah have power over her realm and be the one mm. kind of in charge that was really a lot of her motivation whether some of the details are kind of fuzzy
1: Well, and and to that point of her wanting to be in power, like if you think about the times and think about her situation, she was only in power because her husband was not there. Mm -hmm. So then there becomes this whole trying in a way like trying to prove how powerful she is not to other people but to herself right Mm -hmm. like it doesn't matter like I I'm not just a figurehead I'm not and I'm assuming right I don't know anything about her I haven't ever talked to her because she's dead (laughs) because she's been dead a long time but from an anthropological standpoint which I come at things a lot from that way because that's what I studied in school like you see this culturally throughout time right doesn't matter man or woman but when they are in a position where they're in power but they're only in power because somebody is missing they're like a symbolic figurehead then oftentimes they resort to means that are more nefarious to in a way prove themselves to themselves not even to other people
2: yeah People do crazy things when their power is threatened. Mm-hmm. So it's you see
1: it over time. time, time after time, culture through culture across the world. You see that kind of stuff.
3: Yeah, so it's up to you to decide how much of that is <laughs> true. Um, so probably somewhere in between the conspiracy theory of her being completely innocent and framed and her being a vampire. That somewhere in the middle is probably where the truth lies. The truth lies. Yeah, I think it's interesting that the the blood part, the bathing in the blood is actually one thing that, rep- like, repeatedly I found people say, like, there is no substantiation for, for bathing in their blood. And I also read that blood coagulates really quickly after being outside of the body, so it's actually really hard to bathe in blood. You would not be able to fill a To bath- fill a tub. bathtub. But I think that but- even if you were to say that she didn't there's no evidence to show she actually bathed in the blood of young girls i think that like you said there is enough information to imply that she was using their blood or she was a cannibal or she found that that would help her to be beautiful like those pieces of information came up time and time again in my research yeah. and the biting of the girls flesh um all of that came up and obviously she's torturing these girls very closely with them so like there's mm-hmm. definitely some some truth in there. I think I don't think it's all fake. And I think that it's kind of cool that it laid the groundwork for potentially laid the groundwork for what became Dracula. Mm -hmm. Um, Even if that wasn't, it wasn't to that extent.
0: Yeah. No. And I thought I had heard somewhere and this is totally just my memory. So I could be way off that she started killing the noble girls partly because she thought the noble blood had more power to make her younger and more beautiful.
3: I did read that in one place that she noticed after doing this for a number of years that she wasn't actually looking any more youthful and so huh. she was like I need the noble blood. But it's so hard because like that that is just, you know, conjecture. conjecture. Like that there's no i think that there was there's enough documentation through the trial that there was a lot of dead and tortured girls and therefore if she's torturing these girls using all of these different means then there's obviously some messed up stuff going on and maybe there are some beliefs about the beauty thing but there's not a lot of detail on some of those detailed practices in relation to like her her hoping for the beauty yeah
2: It's amazing to me that, like, what year was this? Like the 1500s? Late That they have as much documentation as they do? Yeah.
3: And that's, (laughs) I mean, that's kind of another reason why some people are like, this is all crud. It just took one person to write up all these documents about all these things that were said or whatever, and it could... Could all have been faked. I think the trial is, even though the trial was done in secrecy because she was super, super noble, I think that that's where a lot of the documentation came from, mm-hmm. is the investigation that was ordered by the king and then the trial. Um, but what actually happened in that castle? That's where all the speculation comes out, and people say it could have been bloodbaths. it could have been drinking yeah. blood, it could have been this, it could have been that. It was probably all of it. We'll never it know. It might have <laughs> been all of it. She might have been like <laughs> fully invested, or it might have been, been none of it. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. So just been the man trying to keep her down. Very fucked up story, Kelly. Yeah, congrats. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. Is it time for things that don't suck?
0: It is time for things that don't suck. If you guys are ready for things that don't suck. Sure.
2: Yeah? Sure. I can go first. Okay, do it. I quit my shitty job, and it's kind of a double-edged sword because, like, on one hand, I don't have to work my shitty job, and that doesn't suck, but right now I'm jobless because I didn't do it right, so, you know. You did it right for you. (laughs)
3: Whatever you needed to do, you did it right for you, and you'll find a new job.
2: I'll find a new job. But you're done with your old shitty job. I'm done with my own shitty job. So that's good. And that's really good. I feel really good. I don't have to be at work right now, which, like, I would have. So, so if That's she would have still
0: had a job, she would have kept us on track today. That's yeah, true. we would have been we done, we done on time. I done. was going to call
2: out today anyway because had I not quit, I would have given in my two weeks, and I was planning on calling out today either way. So so my happy thought, or whatever we call it. Things Sorry, that don't suck. My
3: happy thoughts. My things that doesn't suck. I bought my kitties, um, new Toys for Christmas in their stockings, and they're these little balls with these feathers sticking off of them. And Piwacket has taught herself how to throw it for herself. That's amazing. And it makes me really happy anyway it's really cute <laughs> that's cool she like picks it I up in her mouth kitties. and she like jerks her head to the side and the ball goes flying and then she goes and chases it <laughs> that's, that's so funny. adorable it's really really I cute, cute. cute. So, and matt has been trying to capture it she just learned like a couple of days ago and he's been trying to capture it for the last two days and this morning he got it yeah <laughs> so so i'm gonna go do you mind if i go next
0: so my happy thought is it changed my things that don't suck my thing that doesn't suck my thing that doesn't suck
2: <laughs> sounds so weird <laughs> i like it
0: is um that today when we started recording our podcast we had a little family feud and we got over it and i'm just really happy that we have the kind of family that can talk and communicate and move past shit and that we love each other always yay yay me yay. too so- Family that doesn't suck. Family that sucks sometimes, but we forgive each other for it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jess,
1: what's your thing? I don't know. I'm not feeling very good today and not feeling like there's a lot of things that don't suck, but you guys are okay. Well, yay! That's okay. And my kid likes me a lot. So that yay things that don't suck is you guys are yay. not looking at me like I'm an idiot. So
0: yay, that things doesn't suck. that don't suck is that we love you even when you're sad.
2: Yay! Can Winnie I the poo. end the podcast with the series of words that is on this well, rogue beer can? Yes, yeah. can do I? It. Can Let's I say do it. something I
1: was thinking yeah, of though? Do it. Do you guys
2: remember when Dad would sing the Winnie the
1: Pooh the Winnie the Pooh song, but he would go. Winnie the Poop Head Winnie the Poop Head That's our dad And now to Belle For a series of words on the back of a beer can To end our
2: podcast To end our podcast Dare Risk Dream And we're out